Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. It is a Saturday, April the 15th, and this is your Casey commentary. The left is coming for our children. And if this is, again, I think one of the most important commentaries that I will ever deliver, and one that I hope that you will share and spread with your family, friends, colleagues, uh, co-workers, like-minded patriots that are concerned about our children, uh, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. They are our national resource. Uh, Source. They are the most important asset that any generation uh, can leave behind and mold for a better future for the United States of America. One that we can instill the values of patriotism, uh, humanitarianism, and the fact is that they are good, productive citizens uh, that are going to observe and uphold the Constitution of the United States so that they can pass on to their generations as we are doing to them. But there is a fly in the ointment. There is a wrinkle. The radical left continues their assault uh, on our morals, on our values, and uh, on our patriotism each and every day in our schools, uh, in um, social media, in our culture, and now... Uh, their their agenda is shifting a little bit. They have begun to recognize the threat that the parental rights movement uh, poses to their power uh, and their endgame, uh, which is to indoctrinate, not educate, but indoctrinate all children into all things radical, socialist, communist, and totalitarian. And let's start with a little bit of a history lesson, and then we'll tell you what's currently going on, and then also um, a a radical atheist and socialist writing in the New Yorker magazine uh, pretty much will prove of what we are, are saying. It was Vladimir Lenin who said, Give me four years to teach the children, and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. All right? Adolf Hitler once said, Let me control the textbooks, and I will control the state. These are exact quotes. Okay? Lenin Hitler, remember the Hitler youth, the brown shirts that were uh, indoctrinated into the uh, into uh, the always Nazi. We saw the same thing with Chairman Mao during the Cultural Revolution uh, in uh, in China, where students were indoctrinated and manipulated into forming Red Guards and revolutionary rebels, and went out among the populace to destroy the old culture, the old ideology, the old customs, and the old habits. Education having a considerable impact on social and economic development became the first targets of the attack, and Chairman Mao declared that education should be revolutionized. And that's exactly what they did, and that's how com- communism uh, got its, uh, you know, grow- growing like a weed in the, uh, the CCP. And now we look at what's happening in America, especially over the last six decades. It is by no accident that we've seen sex education introduced to, into our public schools, uh, where, again, teachers and administrators and others can manipulate and distort what parents have taught, what parents have instilled into the values of their children uh, into. So when you send your, your children or child to school, your very morals and values are being undermined almost on a daily basis. 
And that's in just about every class, not just sex education class, but we'll, we'll get to that here in just a second. They have abandoned the fundamentals, the reading, writing, and arithmetic that we all learned when we were growing up have been kicked to the curb. And there's no accident. It's not a coincidence that we are seeing why the United States keeps on slipping down the list of where we are in the world. We used to be number one. We used to be in the top five. No longer. We're not even in the top 10. We're lucky in most lists to make it to like number 15, 16, or 17 in math and in sciences, etc. We are being outworked, outperformed, uh, and out-educated because uh, the communists know that this is the way you destroy the United States from within, and uh, you'll do it within the education system. They have replaced those fundamentals with multiculturalism, uh, with, uh, of course, outcome-based education, and, of course, the latest is Common Core. Now, I'm not opposed to finding new ways to do things, be it math or anything else, uh, but it should not be to sacrifice what has worked, what put us over the top uh, or, or near the top uh, in the past. You can see, you, can, uh, you can't argue with the results. The United States has been slipping, and we've been slipping for the last 60 years. And it's by no accident that we're watching obscenity and filth and soft porn introduced to our schools in kindergarten through third grades and in an elementary school. We've seen these new books out there. Uh, again, I'm not going to name them because we've already done most of that, where you get soft porn illustrated, child porn images. Uh, this is adult material. If you want to read it when you're 18 or above, that's fine. Knock your socks off. But it should be nowhere near our children, especially if I'm trying to in, uh, raise um, young and, um, and moral uh, uh, children in my house household to go out into the world only to send them to school and watch that get completely uh, negated the alphabet mafia the lgbtq plus 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 whatever uh, again they have this agenda they have this curriculum this is part of it uh, critical race theory where it is being taught that america is a bunch of white supremacists that black kids can't excel on their own that they are constantly oppressed that they are the victims and it's the white person this is liberal white guilt and this kind of stuff, I think, is very damaging uh, to young children, black and white, and, and otherwise, in advancing their educational aspirations. And now, of course, we have another part of the Alphabet Mafia. We have the trans agenda, where children are being recruited and groomed to change their gender at a very um, sensitive uh, and awkward time in their lives when they're going through puberty. Some might struggle with gender uh, confusion. Others might be gender dysphoric. Whatever the case may be, we we have teachers and administrators that are encouraging this kind of thing without parental knowledge, without parental consent. In fact, in Maine, uh, there is a, a story of a, of a mom there who pulled her child out of school because uh, the teachers there were grooming and and, and getting ready uh, to do a child mutilation uh, surgery through doctors there. I agree with Elon Musk, who just in the last day said that any adult or any doctor, nurse, or uh, anybody within the chain that uh, that performs or advocates uh, an actual performing of a top or bottom a surgery, a gender-affirming uh, treatment should be in prison for life. I do believe that. I think it's child abuse. I think we're better as a society. If you are struggling with something and you're 18 years of age and you can make that decision on your own with full consent, with full knowledge that this is irreversible, that you can't go back, that there's things um, that people are going to struggle with even after they go through these physical changes, then that's up to you as an adult. But to do this to children uh, with adults supervising, I think, should be punished and punished severely. Uh, and I agree with Elon Musk on that. So how do we get here? 
Well, we got here because Karl Marx has said as much in the Communist Manifesto in 1848, in which he called for the abolition of the family. The totalitarians quickly realized the way to completely change society was to destroy the most important civil uh, society institution, and that is the family. Same thing for Black Lives Matter. They have called for the disruption of the nuclear family. They are trained Marxists. They have told us they are trained Marxists. Marx said as much in the Communist Manifesto of 1848. He called for the abolition of the family. The family was already absent among the proletariat. Marx and his uh, partner in crime, Friedrich Engels, wrote, and among the bourgeoisie, the family was a mere, quote, money relation, end of quote. Marx said that communism would ensure that children would be educated by the state and not by their parents. Communists, he wrote in the manifesto, would, quote, rescue education from the influence of the ruling class. The making of the new man was the priority. And family? Well, that was the obstacle. That was the hurdle to the totalitarian regime. The Soviet uh, uh, Union's first uh, people's commissar for welfare, Alexandra Kolontai, uh, put it succinctly when she wrote, quote, The old family, narrow and petty, where the parents quarrel and are only interested in their offspring, is not capable of educating, educating the new person. And by the way, Soviet schools even encouraged students to snitch on their parents. Engels particularly was at war with what he called the patriarchal family because he believed wrongly that it had introduced the concept of individual private property, which, of course, the Marxists hate. They detest the ownership of a private property. Hungarian communists managed to establish a Hungarian Soviet for a short while back uh, in around 1919. Only lasted a couple of years, but they also quickly realized the way to completely change society was to destroy the most important civil um, society institution, the family. Its culture and education commissar George Lukacs therefore instituted a system to instruct young children into sexual perversions. Now, stop me if you've heard this before or if this sounds familiar. Uh, Lukacs' biographer described it as this. Special lectures were organized in schools and literature printed and distributed to instruct children about free love, about the nature of sexual intercourse, about the archaic nature of bourgeois family codes, uh, about uh, the outdatedness of monogamy and the irrelevance of religion which deprives man of all pleasure. Children urge thus to reject and deride paternal authority and the authority of the church and to ignore precepts of morality. And then there's Herbert Marcuse, who, by the way, immigrated to the United States in 1930 to escape Hitler. Uh, he wrote that it was very clear why the revolution was important, to destroy the family. He said the body in its entirety would become a thing to be enjoyed, an instrument of pleasure. This change in the value and scope of, in, uh, um, in, in relationships would lead to a disintegration of the institutions in which private interpersonal relations have been organized, particularly uh, the, the um, monogamy and uh, the, uh, the patriarchal family. Look, communists tell us over and over and over again that they are war with the family because they know that is the best way to destroy a society. Eric Mann, an influential communist in Los Angeles, was candid in an interview in 2015 in what he said that the, whether the issue was race, sex, or climate, the goal was to overthrow the government of the United States. Mr. Mann is the one that recruited Patrice Cullors of Black Lives Matter uh, into that organization. So where are we right now? Well, we're right now we're at where the left realizes that after the pandemic, 
was able to reveal through Zoom and virtual remote learning that exactly what was going on in the classroom, what the curriculum was, what the agenda was, what the reading materials were, what was being taught. Parents said, saw it, said, that's it. We've had enough. And they started standing up at school board meetings, challenging these radical left-leaning teachers and these teachers' unions uh, because of what they were teaching their children. And they realize now this is a major threat. So much so, they called the National School Board Association to write a letter to collude with the White House to identify parents as domestic terrorists to the FBI. And the FBI went and started investigating these parents. But after a lot of publicity and blowback went on the Biden regime, and this is one of this is the worst regime in the history of the United States. Obama was bad. Carter was incompetent. But this regime is the worst that I think I've ever seen. And so now we have this article in New York Magazine by this socialist and this atheist. Her name is Sarah Jones. The title of the article, Children Are Not Property. Let me just read you some of what she she is accusing uh, those of us who are center-right or conservatives or who are are God-fearing people that want to raise our children the right way. She wrote that uh, to certain right-wing individuals, a child can be broken or stamped into shape, much like any domesticated animal. Though all parents hope they'll pass their values on the children, that hope is more of a mandate. And then she identifies a bunch of groups like Moms for Liberty and, of course, the school board stuff and so on and so forth. But to her, she says, in each case, conservatives believe that children are the property of parents. Because parents own their children, they can dispose of the child as they see fit. They can deny them evidence-based medication. They can make sure a child is sheltered from the dangers of a serious education. When a child goes hungry, that's because a parent isn't caring for the child. And, of course, they care more about the property because your child is the property. and That's their right. Like any piece of property, Jones writes, a child has value to conservative activists. They're key to the future that the conservative wants to win. Parental rights are a merger of state power and the imposition of an authoritarian hierarchy on us all. So it's no surprise that children have long been a fixation to the right wing. The very things that the communists have told us repeatedly, be it uh, Lenin or Hitler or Marx or all of them, they're now accusing us of doing. This is projection. This really is an admission of what they have been up to over the last 60 years. And Jones writes that taken to extremes, the concept of parental rights can be dangerous and even deadly for children. The language of parental rights can become a license to torture State laws passed by conservative Republicans have made LGBTQ children in particular more vulnerable to abuse at home by practically requiring certain things. The denial of gender-affirming care is another act of violence. Not the mutilation of a child's body, but the denial of it, she says, is uh, an act of violence. Far-right activists invent tales of wanton surgeries on minors and irreversible hormones to obscure the high suicide rate among LGBT youth. Well, yes. These LGBT youth need mental professional help, mental counseling, and not encouragement and grooming to change their gender. And this is the one that really gets me. Uh, Jones writes, only the unborn are spared the right's cruelty. Conservatives claim personhood for the fetus who cannot disobey and requires nothing but a womb. A child, uh, then because the fetus is a means to an end, the subjugation of women, once born a child's value depreciates end of quote 
If there's any group that, uh, by the way, is not concerned about the unborn, we know it's the radical left because we know that there have been tens of millions of children aborted in utero because of their radical worship of the pagan left ritual called abortion. Uh, so, uh, again, Sarah Jones, New Yorker magazine. You can uh, read it for yourself. Children are not property, but the left certainly has treated them as such. So they can abort them in utero, so they can mutilate them to change their gender, which is physically impossible to do, and then to indoctrinate them into the radical, uh, authoritarian, totalitarian ways of communism. It is not too late uh, to stand up and wake up parents, grandparents, and uh, great-grandparents, uh, because after all, is it not our job when we bring children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren into the world to protect those children all the way up to our dying breaths? Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Thanks again for joining us for the Casey Commentary. We appreciate that. And don't forget a full episode coming up on Monday. Each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we drop full new episodes. Remember to share, uh, download, subscribe, rate, and review. Spread it with all your friends, family, colleagues, co-workers, etc. Until Monday, have a great weekend, and remember to stay free.